Welcome to another episode of Making Magic with your host, Bradley Morris from Magic Media. This is the go-to show for purpose-driven creators to get inspired with innovative new ideas to produce your educational content, build thriving online communities, and turn your message into a movement. Dearly beloved, we have gathered here today to activate the creative genius inside of you. I have a very special guest, Mike Brennan. He is a creative consultant, communicator, telling stories on pages, stages, integrating creativity, innovation, and productivity. Mike has worked with clients such as Heineken, Chase Bank, and has had his art featured in Ronald McDonald House and the Idea Museum in Mesa, Arizona. Mike helps fellow creatives like you out there listening or watching this, organizations and entrepreneurs leverage simple practical steps for putting more innovation into their life and business through his signature daily creative process. He shares key methods and principles from his over 10 year daily creative practice and utilizes that experience to help businesses use creativity through time management, goal-driven creativity, and a sustainable way to make innovating a part of their daily life and work. That is Mike Brennan in a nutshell. As you all know, who have been listening to this, who have been following my work for years and years, creativity, that's that's what we do here. You're trying to do stuff that nobody else can do, that only you can do. And the only way to bring your best work forward is to unlock your own creative genius, which is why I was really excited to bring Mike onto the Making Magic podcast today to talk about the creative process, to talk about creating easy, reachable, daily creative practices. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. This is my pleasure. I love the energy already. Yeah. This is what we do. You know, we got to get people lit up because there's a lot of people that are probably clicking on social media and scrolling the wall way too damn long. And they could be yeah. utilizing that time to be doing really cool shit for their own business and their own life's work. So Absolutely. that's what we're here to talk about. Um, awesome. So I would love to just get into the backstory. So a 10 year daily creative project process. Tell me about what that is and how all that got started for you. Yeah. So there's a little bit more of a backstory there in that. You know, I was typically, uh, you know, I was like the typical art kid growing up, creative kid. I was drawing and doing all stuff that I loved doing just because it was fun and, and it lit me up, right? I was drawing cartoon characters and all this other kind of stuff and creating greeting cards, giving it to family members, seeing their face light up, looking backwards, going like, ooh, there's an exchange happening there. As I create something and give it to somebody else, uh, I really like what's happening there and I want to leverage my life towards that. I want to do more of that as much of that as possible. Uh, but along the way, of course, you know, you run into roadblocks, you run into things like practicality and um, you run into conversations with others who are like, are you sure you want to be an artist? Are you sure you want to be, you know? And so um, the happy medium was graphic design because you could still make quote a living from that and, um, you know, not be on living on the street. And, it was creative. And so it was like, okay, great. Um, but along the way, um, several things happened where I was hitting roadblocks and I was hitting ceilings and just even internally, there was something that shifted where I was like, there's a tension growing. Yeah. And I ended up walking away from all creativity for about 10 years, changed my career, just didn't do anything personal wise, didn't do anything professional wise, you know, dealing with creativity. And that really messed me up. And more so than I would have anticipated and I fell into depression and I was really in a season where I was at hitting rock bottom. Yeah. I was uh, chewed up. I was depressed. I was not able to figure out like, where do we go from here? On top of that, I had some life events where 
had to, to leave the career I was in, uh, move, you know, sell a house. Uh, my dad passed away from cancer. That was like the final thing. And I was like, okay, is this what life looks like now? Like, is this it? Am I done? Um, because this is pretty crappy and yeah. I don't know how to get out of here. And so that was the catalyst moment for me to start listening because at this point I'm like, okay, I need to get better help. I need to get mental health, right? Um, I need to journal. I need to go to therapy. I need to just get well because I'm not going to be good for anybody if I don't do this uh, and myself included. And so that started me on this journey of just showing up, expressing myself in a journal, and then also listening to this voice that said, you need to come back to your creativity because remember when you were a kid, it brought you joy. Get back to that. Not for like serving clients and not for like building a business and like doing all these grand things, but like simply because at one time it brought you joy. Mm. And that I had to sit with that and ask myself, first off, is that even possible? Right? Like I had been away for so long that I didn't know if I could engage with that place in me again. And if I was to do that, what would it look like? Because the context is different now. And so I decided that I was I was like reading some books and trying to gather around me some some materials that would help inform what this journey could look like back. Um, or even at that point, I didn't even think it was a journey. It was just kind of like, can I create something again? Yeah. Um, and so I was introduced to this idea of a 365 day art making journey. And I thought to myself, it's intriguing and terrifying yeah. because I haven't showed up for the past 10 years. I don't know if I can show up for the next 10 days, like every, every day from now to 10 days, I'm going to do something, create something. What is that even going to look like? What, where do I start? Yeah. And so I had to start real small. I started with going to the local Starbucks and opening a sketchbook and had a pen and just drew my Starbucks coffee cup. And it was awful. Um, it was embarrassing. And in that moment, I had to confront myself and say, you know, I went to art school, I worked in the creative field and I had not done anything for so long that this was now my capacity and it was pitiful. But I said, I'm recognizing in this moment, I'm putting day one at the top and I'm recognizing that this is the beginning back into something. And I need to give myself enough grace to know that I can't jump back into the capacity at once, uh, at where I once was. Yeah. Um, I can't hold myself to that high of a standard I need to bring things down real low and say, can I show up for 15 minutes and just do a simple pen and ink drawing? Is that enough? And I was like, I don't really know, but I'm going to try. And so that led me on this journey of showing up and going, what happens if, and following curiosity and going like, I don't even know what it is that I'm passionate about anymore. I don't know what subject matter I want to explore. I don't know what medium I want to use. I don't know. There's t uh, the, the list of I don't know is just really long. Yeah. But I did know that if, unless I started taking action, that list was just going to remain. And so I started working my way through. I gave myself some projects that were just, let's see what happens. Like I'm sharing this on social media because of an accountability part. And also recognizing I'm on this journey that maybe it's helpful for someone else to see this. I don't know. I'm doing a lot of bad work, uh, a lot of work that I wouldn't want to show in public, but I'm doing that because I wanted to show this is more than just a single piece of art or something I'm creating. This is really more about the context of a journey and how something unfolds and how when you stick with something, 
you do get better because that's just the nature of things. It's compound interest, right? Yeah. So this journey led me to go, okay, I'm doing this. I'm making tweaks. I'm experimenting. I'm playing. I'm breaking things. I'm being curious and adapting as I go and growing as I go. Made it to the end of a year and said, wow, I didn't think that was possible. But now here I showed up every single day and created something. I have this now image where I made this um, collage where every single day it showed you know, little pieces of here's what every day looked like. And I thought to myself, cool, now what? And I was like, I'm not done yet, I don't think. It doesn't feel like I've arrived at something enough. So I said, okay, let's go for year two. And so the more that I did this, the more I poured into this, the more I started learning and, ex and un uncovering, honestly, um, rediscovering about myself, um, discovering about the process that was taking root that I realized about a little more than halfway through 10 years, I said, this isn't just for me. This is actually for other creative people too. And not just visual artists, but anybody who's creating anything. And so I started to pay attention to what am I doing and how am I doing it? And what is the process that's at work that I just kind of stumbled into quite honestly. Yeah. And I started realizing that there are other people who were talking about parts of this process and going like, oh, if these people, that was their experience too, there must be something to this. This isn't just simply me in my context and my experience and it wouldn't work for somebody else. And so uh, through that, I discovered what I call my daily creative uh, habit which is really four parts it's starting small right it's like me doing hey 10 15 minutes that's all i can manage dumb things down as much as you need to to get moving right don't think i gotta create a masterpiece in this moment think what's the right next step the small step that i can take today to get me moving and then it was i need to put it on my calendar i need to schedule it because if i don't prioritize for this and i wait for the muse i wait for a large block of time to create like you and i both know that that never happens right those days don't come so i needed to make sure that i had uh used the tool of my calendar to make sure that i showed up to do what i said i was going to do and then the next part of it was i would play i would allow myself a place where I could just do something for the sake of doing it, where maybe it seemed frivolous, maybe it seemed silly. I didn't judge what it was. I allowed myself to enter into it, knowing that there's value in just showing up and doing this activity, even if it seems like it's not leading to something that I'm going to monetize or solve a specific problem. The act of playing itself yeah. wasn't a luxury, it was a necessity. And then the last part of that was celebrating my wins which honestly i was pretty terrible at and i still struggle with sometimes uh it's looking back and going like oh here's where i was and here's where i am today celebrating a small win even if it's like hey i showed up for the last 50 days in a row and i did something maybe it's not i didn't you know create the series that i want or publish the book or make the you know the cd or whatever whatever the bigger project is maybe i didn't accomplish that yet but i did something yeah. Let's acknowledge what happened and let's acknowledge who I became in the process. Celebrate those wins. So that's kind of like where the journey came from and how it shaped up for me. And it's something that I still employ today personally. And then I lead other people through that to create their own things. I, I love this. I, there's a lot of parallels of, of things that I share on my soapbox around uh, my ABCs of creating. Always be creating. If you're always creating, yes. you're always improving. If you're always improving then your your work just keeps getting better and you you can magnetize people to you and to your work 
because they see you as somebody who's consistently showing up and always seeking to better yourself, learn, grow, be curious and improve. And, and there's like, you really can't go wrong if you're always creating. Like it just, it guarantees that you're going to put yourself on a track and a path to success that maybe not in one year, like you had, like maybe it's 10 years, maybe it's 10 years of creating something every day. And it's just like, you become the person you want to be. Uh, and and yes. it's a it's a beautiful thing. And the other piece that I always tell clients and, and the people who listen to this show is the the idea of scheduling your success. If you you have to schedule these blocks in and show up to them like it's a client appointment, you know, show exactly. up serious. You can't just like wait for those those blank moments where you have nothing to do because you know what fills it up? Scroll in the social media. That mm -hmm. that's that fills up way too much time for most people, or going to Netflix and watch something like that is the best time to do something just for you that's creative, whether it's writing, whether it's drawing, doodling, illustrating, like working on your own magical gifts. That's, that's the window right there. I love that. Um, yeah. And it, I, I appreciate what you said. I'm doing um, 12, 30 day challenges this year uh, with the crew guys. And so each month we choose a different challenge and it's been really epic i mean one of the challenges i did in february was to create a youtube short every day uh mm -hmm. and what happened from that is i play professional golf as my hobby and um i was doing it on my business channel and then i started like i don't know what to do today so i started to film myself playing golf and then adding voiceover and music and like making these kind of like artsy golf training videos and at the end of my first 30 days my best videos the ones that performed the best and that i had the most fun making were the golf videos so then i launched a youtube channel uh in the month on march 1st for body mind swing my golf brand and it's just like I've, i haven't stopped i've done every single day since february 1st and it might yeah. take 20 minutes a day 30 minutes a day but i've just kept the habit going and it's been so satisfying to just like have this channel of something that I'm really passionate about that it's like, I'm not trying to monetize that channel. I'm just like sharing my passion for golf. I'm sharing my, the things that I learn as I go, I'm sharing my results and lessons learned from tournaments I'm playing. It's just like, it's been a blast. So for you, what, um, what do you see are the common things that hold people back from just fully diving in and saying, yes, to their own creativity and their own, uh, as you talked about, like their own path of play. Yeah. So it depends on who I'm talking to, right? If it's somebody who I'm in casual conversation with that I happen to meet and I start telling them what I do, we start this exchange. I immediately get this, well, I can't draw a stick figure to save my life. I can't, you know, I'm not an artist. I'm not a creative person. Like, you know, they yeah. categorize themselves in such a way that they disqualify themselves from this whole process and idea that they're a creative person. And I'm like, hold up, time out. I believe that we're all creative. Definitely. Your creativity just may look really different than mine. I don't want the packaging of my creativity that happens to be visual art get in the way of the gold that's here that can really help you embrace something personally and professionally. Yeah. Because you might be really great at systems. You might be really great at decorating your home. You might be really great at cooking a meal, setting an environment for people to come in to feel welcomed and seen. Uh, there's so many different ways that creativity can show up. And I think when we just put it into this box of like the visual performing arts type of thing, we are limiting severely. 
yeah. and also disqualifying ourselves from experiencing some things that can really bring a lot of meaning, joy, and honestly, success in our lives in various forms. Yeah. So that's where I kind of start the conversation with if somebody feels like they're not creative to, to try to open their mind a little bit to go like, no, let's talk about how you actually are creative. And then maybe how you can use that creativity more intentionally, be more strategic with that kind of stuff and do things that you want. Even if it's like, I just want to create the life that I long to lead, yeah. right? Like that's huge. Um, and that's, that's a, an active participant in their life. Someone who has agency over themselves. They're not simply waiting for an invitation or permission that's to right. show up and do something. So that's one, one conversation I have. Another conversation I have, if it's somebody who's, who is obviously you know, quote, creative, um, they're in the arts in some way, they're producing something that is, is more um, what people think about in terms of creativity, then their problem a lot of times is consistency. It's, man, really, at the end of the day, I just, I can't find time, right? I hear find time again and again and again. And I said, listen, finding time is a myth. Like, it's not like a video game where all of a sudden, like, you know, unlock bring another hour to my day, right? Like, that doesn't happen. We all have the same amount of time and we all get to choose how we're going to use it. And so really what people are saying when they're saying I can't find the time is, and they don't like to say this, but it's, I'm not prioritizing That's for right. this. Yeah. Um, and that feels more threatening to actually admit that. Well, so, you're saying it's, it's on me? to make right. this time what but you don't know i have this responsibility and i have my look at my calendar it's full it's it's i couldn't possibly fit one more thing in and i say okay right i'm not saying right or wrong i'm not i'm not trying to judge you what i am saying is that if this is something that's important to you and you're saying that it's important to you then we need to figure out how you prioritize for it yeah. because it's not going to happen by itself and so i say let's start to look for places where we can redeem time like wasted time and your creative activity right may have to look different than what you're normally uh the way you normally think about it would yeah. look right so it's not like hey i'm going to sit down and do a amazing masterpiece painting in one sitting maybe it's i'm gathering ideas or i'm doing a sketch to prime the pump so that when I do have uh, this time that I've created, that's a bigger block, I can actually sit down and get moving. I'm not starting from zero. So for instance, maybe someone's out at a store someplace and they're waiting in line to purchase something. And that, that, that's wasted time. They're there, they're checking their phone, they're looking around, they're, they're wishing they were on the other line that was going faster, right? Like whatever it is that they're doing, it's all wasted time. And I'm like, what if that five minute block you actually was, you were intentional about, hey, Maybe I can jot down some ideas. Maybe there's something that's catching my eye. I can do a quick sketch. Maybe there's a color scheme that I see someplace and I'm like, ooh, that's gonna be useful for me. I don't know where or when, but I'm gonna start to capture this stuff intentionally. So that when I'm in a mode of creating, I'm not drawing from an empty well. I've got all these things that I've already gathered around me ready to use if I need them. And so starting to redeem time with that, starting to realize that we have more available time than we think and again, being intentional about that and then taking action on that intentionality, because intention alone is not going to really change anything, as we know. Absolutely. So those are the conversations typically that I'm in, involved with people. In, in, and then it's really nuanced. It's, you know, 
how do I do this specific thing? How do I learn this skill um, that, that allows me to create the thing I need to do? Or how do I become the person I need to become for this next season of my life? Because I'm evolving as a person and as a creative person. Yeah. Um, those kind of conversations, which, you know, when we get the basics down and we get some momentum, and we get a habit in place of things, those other things are a lot easier to deal with and navigate because we're, we're at least moving. Yeah. Right. It's easier to steer a moving car than a parked car. And so get moving in a direction and then we start to course correct as we need to. I love that. I, uh, as you were talking there, it's just, it really is. It's about a practice and the start, the idea of starting small and not needing it to be this like big thing straight out of the gate, like allow yep. it to just be for the sake of doing something creative and being a creator. I mean, we're, we're flying through outer space in this epic universe. It's like, we have these incredible abilities to imagine new realities and new worlds and to have these, these abilities to just like create for the sake of the joy of it. That like, that is the purpose. It can become a business eventually, you know, like in, in the beginning for you, you were trying to get well, and it became right. a path for you to serve others that were in that same space. You've kind of like turned back on your path and like supported the people who were mirroring where you were at that stage in your life to help show them like, here's a path to self-fulfillment, to healing. It could become a career, but that's not the purpose of it in the beginning. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, there's, it's a beautiful there's thing. So much, there's so much in there that we don't value i think in this culture of like side hustle right yeah we've lost the ability to value meaning and purpose for the sake of fulfillment yeah and i think when we can and some people are more motivated by by that meaning and purpose and fulfillment than yeah. others right some people it's not like no i just want to i want to make money i want to succeed and achieve you know so become a student of yourself know what your motivations are and know how to operate within those yeah but I think by and large, when we're doing something that has impact on us and can have impact on the people around us, there's a certain amount of fulfillment that will come. And when we're involved in those activities, they're tied to a bigger dream. Yeah. They're not simply a project. They're not simply a job. They're not simply something that we're doing and checking off a list, but it's something that's bigger than us. Yeah. And we get to play a part in that. That's something that I know I want to leverage my life towards, you know? I created that vision when I was 20 and here I am 19 years later and I have not stopped. I haven't gone a single day in 19 years without taking at least one or two steps towards it. Even if it's just like writing down ideas in a journal, I'm still moving towards the vision that I've, yeah. I've had for so long. And I would say for people out there, because we're so addicted to these things, uh, my family and I, so that we could be more present with each other, more present with ourselves is we just have a phone box. I, my house, my studio that I'm in here is disconnected from the main house, leave the phones in a box in the studio. So it's really inconvenient to go check my phone and go to send a text message or whatever it might be. And instead of carrying my phone around I carry a journal around. And if there's things that come up when I'm not in my working hours and I'm hanging with my kid or my wife, or I'm going for a hike with my dog, I've got my journal and the ideas go in there. I don't have to take action on anything till tomorrow but I can come up with a list of things that I'm excited about for the next day. And it's, it's amazing how these devices, these screens, um, they steal away our imagination and our creativity because we're constant 
constantly being fed information and images and all these different things that are not coming from our own individual source creativity. And when we take space from that, all of a sudden it's like, we open up to our own muse, our own muse. We start to get into this dialogue as you were talking about. It's like when you're in the grocery store, you got your sketchbook and you're waiting in line. You're like, you're in the creative process. You're trying to integrate the creative process into all of these little moments in your life. And that's what it really takes to be a creative human is instead of like, the way I look at it is like, we're either consumers or we're creators. And what you're stepping into and calling people into is to become a creator where your life is devoted to the creative process instead of the consumption process of consuming all the things that other people are doing. And we can learn and be inspired by what other people are doing, but we have to look at the balance point. Are we spending 80% of our time in creator mode and 20% in like consuming so we can get re-inspired or are we doing the 80% we're consumers and 20% creating? And that's a really important balance and really important piece to understand if we want to step into creatorship. Totally, totally. And it's not, we're not saying don't ever consume something. No, it's great. We can we, gain we, so much. Yeah, you need inspiration. Yeah. You need to know what other people are doing. And everybody has things that they're influenced by. Yeah. Um, and it's taking those influences and then putting in a blender like ingredients and going like, how am I making my own thing? inspired by these people and what they're doing yeah yeah exactly i mean we can gain so much from seeing what other people are doing but i think uh the majority of people i mean majority of people that i coach on a regular basis have lost that balance and there's just i i have a a training called uh life, life and business without social media and it basically i i left social six years ago uh, and i've built my business without social media and when I do this training around like the 10 strategies people can implement to basically grow their business year after year without social, I ask, I've, I've, it's probably been about 3000 people have done this workshop for live in the last year. And every single time I do it, I ask the question at the beginning, who here loves social media? And it's literally like maybe 1% of people love their relationship with social media. And then... The next question I ask is how much time do you spend on social media per week? And like the conservative average is at least 10 hours a week of scrolling and posting, but most people are more in the 15 to 20 hours a week. And so the next question is, well, if you just cut social media out of your life and you had reclaimed 10 to 20 hours of time every single week, that's, that's 40 to 80 hours a month what creative things would you fill that space with? And I mean, it blows people's mind because they're so unaware of the habit that has become such a big part of their life and where they put their attention and focus that it blows their mind to even dream into, whoa, if I just took these apps off my phone, how much time would I gain? It's crazy. It's crazy. So what is your, what is your creative project for today? What are you building today or making or working on? Yeah. I, I don't necessarily only have one, right. I'm yeah. um, like probably like a lot of creative people. Uh, I've got multiple irons in the fire. Um, but uh, I am in terms of working in my, on my own business. Uh, there's a little bit of pivoting that I'm doing lately into more public speaking, yeah. uh, more keynotes and getting with some, um, you know, corporate teams cool. and talking about these issues of creativity, innovation, play, 
you know, how can we leverage these things for our, again, for our personal lives, but also for our work. Um, and so there's a fair amount of, um, you know, backend things that you need to create for that to, to create processes and systems and, and resources, honestly, yeah. that are helpful for other people. Um, and then also the things like, I, you know, podcasts that I have, creative chats. Um, there's guests that I have on and talking, again, similar conversations like this. And so all that kind of stuff is is creating and it's centered around, you know, more business type things. And then I've got daily practice, which honestly that even has morphed um you know it's it's actually 12 years now that i'm I'm started my 12th year of daily creative habit and as i've gone on this journey i realized like okay i can draw certain things where i'm like illustrating characters from a tv show i'm watching or things that are really important to me um i can capture moments i live sketch events um, and so I'm telling the story of what's happening at an event while I'm at that, you know, event, um, that's another service I provide, but all these things, I can do all these things, but like, I'm also evolving as a creative person, as I said, you know, and, and I think it's listening to myself to go today actually might be more focused on writing. And I may be capturing a story from when I was younger and drawing out some inspiration from that and some, um, just lessons that are helpful for me to remember right now but then also giving them to other people and and maybe that's a blog post a video a social media posts all the above whatever yeah um and so i wouldn't say necessarily content creation because i think that that that's too machine like yeah. right um but i think it's leveraging those forums for here's where my creativity is going to show up and be accessible for other people that makes sense art with purpose you know yeah 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 Beautiful, beautiful. And so what, um, what is a final invitation you would love to share with those that are watching or listening right now who uh, have a start and stop resistance fed relationship with their creativity and creative processes? Yeah, um, I would say challenge yourself to think bigger. And what I mean by that is we all have a bias. We all have something that we have learned of what creativity looks like. And I think each one of us can learn to sit with the question of how is this bigger than what I've been experiencing? And when you start and stop in a process, you're killing momentum you're killing the ability to access that creative process quicker. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're expending a lot of energy and time and effort on something that if you're in a creative process, that's daily, again, even if it's 10, 15 minutes, you're still flexing those muscles that can lead you to bigger things because there is momentum. There are, are places that are built in where you can play and experiment and break things and ask what if questions and honestly have some self-discovery. Maybe there's something that you love that you don't even fully realize, yeah. but because you've given yourself a place to do that, show up and actually take action on that, you could discover something that could lead into more work in that vein or a different career thing or a passion project that you just want to dedicate more time and attention to because it's fulfilling. There's so much more to our creativity than we give it credit for. We tend to boil it down to what is the thing that the deliverable, right? Like what is the product out of the process? 
But the more engaged we are with the process, the more it's going to challenge the product. And I think staying in a place where we're constantly grappling with that makes us expand and makes it bigger. And if we're not engaged, it's just going to shrink. I love this. I love this. And I'll just add on top of that as a little cherry of like that internal dialogue that tells you you're not an artist or you're not good at something. That's just your previous art teachers. That's your parents. That's your aunts. That's your uncles. That's the people from when you were a child that told you you weren't good enough and you're not that person. You're something completely different than that. And you can let that go and allow yourself to just joyfully explore and see where the journey leads you. You don't have to know where the journey is going to take you just like you, Mike, like you didn't know where this journey was going to take you when you started that challenge. You just wanted to feel better. Yeah. And I think that's the temptation. Yeah. That's the temptation is that we always want to look towards the the final thing, the masterpiece, like I said, or the, the, when the work is done, so to speak, but we lose the ability to find the joy and the meaning and the gold in the process, Mm -hmm. the journey, right? I know it's the buzz phrase to say like, you know, it's all about the journey, not the destination, but really it is. And I think realizing that the more we lean into that, the more we're going to change, the more we're going to grow, the more our creativity is going to change and grow with us. You know, that's right. Well, this is beautiful. Uh, A lot of great food for thought here. I really appreciate you taking some time here. Where would you like to invite people to come check you out and your work and, and to come mingle with you? Yeah. First and foremost, I would say if anything that I've been talking about today has been lighting you up or you're curious about more, go to dailycreativehabit.com. I have some resources there that I've designed that uh, really help you create. Because I think when you create, we all win, right? And so that's my goal is to make sure that you're showing up to create. So, you know, I've got a free email newsletter that goes out with some creative prompts if you need that, with some inspiration, some tools. Um, highly suggest that you get, uh, you know, subscribe to that so that you can get access to those resources that will help you. Uh, as well as I have, you know, some other things there that you can find like a journal that I created and some coaching and things, but mainly I would say, you know, go just and connect. Um, because when we're in a creative community, we can all cheer each other on and we can't do this in a vacuum. So, um, aside from there, you can also go to my main site, which is mikebrennan.me. And from there, you'll find the the various uh, creative pursuits that I have, whether it's a part of my business or just even my passion projects. Uh, and find all links out to social and all those kind of good things as well. Beautiful. And all these links will be in the show notes wherever you're watching or listening to this, everybody. So, Mike, thank you so much. Thanks for the beautiful work you're doing, for the path that you've said yes to. I'm sure it's creating a beautiful wake with all the people that it's touching. So thank you for that. And thanks for your time. Thank you. I really appreciate it. All right. Take care. Well, There you have it, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you want to activate your own creative gifts and deliver a transformational experience to your audience, then join me in the Fast Cash Crash Course, which goes live in June and runs until October. And this is a live training where I'm going to support you every step of the way to build a four-week live online transformational experience. Not only are you going to support you to design it, 
I'm going to help you come up with a marketing strategy. You're going to have about six weeks to actually market and sell this four-week program using the strategies that I've used to grow Magic Media over the years. So you'll actually have time and space to develop it, to market and sell it. And then during this actual Fast Cash Crash course, which if you say it three times really fast, I'll give you a cookie. <laughs> if you come through this journey, you'll actually deliver the training as well. We'll be meeting every week pretty much during that period of time to get coaching, to go through the resources. We have templates for you. We have email outreach templates for you that you'll be able to use to get partnerships and to help you basically market and sell this. So check it out, magicmedia.com slash cat. Wait, no, what is it? Magicmedia.com slash fast dash cash. Link is in the show notes here. Check it out. Register today. We actually have two payment options. You can pay $888 to join the training. Done deal. Or if cash is tight, which I know it is for a lot of people right now. It's a weird time on planet Earth. If cash is tight, you can play, pay $222 as a down payment and then 20% of whatever revenue you generate through the training launch that you're doing. This is something, this is a, a partnership model that I do for all of our Magic Media partners. And I thought I would try it out for this course to see how it goes, to make it more accessible to more people. And basically that just gets me in the seat next to you because if you win, I win, which means we all win. And I love to win. And so I'd love to help you win in this game as well. So check it out, magicmedia.com slash fast dash cash. I hope to see you in that training. It's going to be awesome. You're going to design something transformational. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be very creative. And we'll have a whole bunch of really cool people in the community space that we're going to have for this offering. So I hope to see you there. And thanks for tuning in, everybody, as always. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Making Magic Podcast with your host, Bradley T. Morris from Magic Media. If you're inspired to leverage your life's work by crafting your transformational, educational, and inspirational media, thriving online community, profitable membership, or to turn your message into a movement, then head on over to magicmedia.com, that's M-A-J-I-K, media.com, and explore what our Creators Club or partnership opportunities have to offer you and your beautiful business.